Hi, I'm Dick Wagner. Welcome to our CrestCast. As a co-founder of the Crest Network, my area of expertise is marketing and sales strategies. I consider myself a tactical specialist and strive to help marketing be ultra-high-performing programs. Bill Gianone, the other co-founder of the Crest Network, had 25 years on Wall Street, earning a superb reputation, evaluating and building solid businesses. He spent the last 12 years helping restoration companies succeed and thrive. My phone number is 419-202-6745, and you can call me anytime. Today, I want to talk to you about being effective at a home show booth. We've been asked a hundred times, probably more, by our clients if they should participate in a home show or a home and garden show in, at a local community event. The answer is, of course. But if you're going to do it, be sure to do it the right way with maximum impact. Some of the mistakes that are made, and yes, there are several mistakes that are often made, and we see it at almost every show. Companies with their booths packed to the gills with every product they offer or they're so crowded with displays that they literally repel people because they're so confusing, or the table blocking the entrance into the booth, thus keeping people in the aisle, or someone, quote-unquote, manning the booth, sitting on a stool or a chair, reading, yes, even knitting, focusing on their cell phone, uh, talking on their cell phone. Come on. That isn't taking their, your booth seriously. If I've done anything to describe you, well, you're not alone. Very few home shows or community trade show booths present their booths or services properly. Simply, most put a bunch of stuff in their booth along with a sign about their company, and then they stand there hoping and praying that someone will stop and talk with them, even though they make no serious effort to reach out for those passers-by. If you plan to have a booth or you're going to be at one of these community events where you have some sort of a, you call it a booth, some sort of a table, make sure that you follow some of the basic rules to make it worth your time and money. I've got a, a, a half a dozen different things that you should not do. Don't take a booth in the back corner away from traffic. That's kind of self-defeating. 
don't overload your booth with product. I see it. I'm going to the show in Las Vegas in a few days. And I see some booths that are, I, I mean, sometimes they're a 10 by 20 booth or bigger. And they are a company that sells trinkets and products and little doodads and parts and pieces. And they ship and bring and put on display every single possible product that they offer. Even, even though I'm old enough that I recognize some of the stuff in those booths, there are components and pieces, parts in that booth that just absolutely don't make sense to 99.9% .9 of the people walking by. Don't spend your money on worthless giveaway items. If it's trinket trash, that's what it really is. Worthless trinket trash. Don't stand or, or sit waiting for passersby to talk with you. That's a few of the don'ts that I strongly recommend that you don't do. Now I'm going to give you a few things that you should do. You probably haven't even considered some of them. Use a plush piece of carpet with a thick pad under your booth. Walking those shows can be tough, hard on your feet and legs, and people will instinctively step into your booth if it's plush and comfortable. Keep the booth open and inviting. Have a couple of chairs, but for the visitors, not for you. Bottled water is always a hit. And yes, it costs less than 25 cents a bottle. Individually wrapped candies tend to get people to stop. Develop a powerful, open-ended question to ask everyone. Ask them if you can set up an appointment with them. If you're from out of town or they're from out of town, but you can do business with them, try to get an appointment by phone with them. Get their cell phone number. Get their business card. Have a show special or a discount. Smile. Engage people. Come on. Be nice and nicely comment on their kids if it's a local home show or anything that is significant. If you feel compelled to give away some tchotchke type item, a fairly cheap promo item, be generous with it and freely and willingly give them out. If they want two of them, give them two of them. Don't be a cheapskate and only say, oh, I'm sorry, we only limit it to one. Don't offend and, and annoy your client or your prospect. Have a specific number or a specific goal in mind of the number of signups or their number of appointments that you are going to try to achieve each day or at that show on the, that weekend or that week. 
bring them into the booth with a game. Even a putting green is very popular. When they're standing there and they're trying to putt and you can talk with them, it's a great way for them to let down their barrier and be less determined to put up some sort of a, a fence to keep you and your sales approach away from them. Collect names or business cards for a very modest drawing and get them to announce that drawing over the PA system at the end of the show or at the end of the day. Follow up with every single name and contact you got at the show. If you don't follow up, it's absolutely a total waste. Trade show booth vendors that live by these do's and don'ts usually have a positive outcome. Sometimes it's simply getting visibility and exposure and less about selling something. Don't be afraid to give away a grand prize, something to draw them in and get them to fill out an entry form. If they fill out an entry form, make sure that the phone number, their cell phone number, or a way to contact them, not just by mail, by an address. Make sure you get all of the detail filled out. If they don't fill out all the detail, as far as I'm concerned, they shouldn't win a grand prize. Those that actively engage with show attendees, as well as those that are friendly and sociable and, and always leave a positive impression on the community or those at, that are walking the show, they usually have a very positive outcome to their efforts. Remember, if you're worried about spending a few hundred bucks or even a thousand dollars on the booth and on the giveaways, you probably ought to pass. The cost of the booth space is only part of the cost. You need good signage or a great, simple, uncluttered backdrop. You need a comfortable couple of, of chairs for the guests. You need giveaway items. I remind you because some of you weren't paying attention while I went through the list of things that you ought to have or do in your booth. Be prepared to do it right. We don't sell anything for your booth. I'm not advocating you buying anything from me. I don't have anything to sell you. I'm just simply providing you with our years of, of learning, our years of understanding, our years of attending shows and knowing what works and what doesn't work, working with our clients over the years and hearing the success stories and also the miserable failures. We want to help you know what works and certainly what to avoid. These podcasts, the Crest app on Google Play and on the Apple app and the crestnetwork.com 
in addition to me, Dick Wagner, Bill Giannone, and many others in the Crest organization are your opportunity to leverage our restoration knowledge to help your company be a top producer and extremely profitable. Did I get you thinking? Do you want to talk? Call me now, Dick Wagner, at 419-202-6745. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening.